you gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood brain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next when they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy ice cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops in prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. Yo, what up? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to another episode of the Dribble and Dimes podcast. Today, I'm with a four-year student athlete. Now, I know to some of y'all that might sound crazy because you're not used to that no more. Uh, but this gentleman actually did it. And he graduated, right? He graduated, right? Uh, he hails from Middletown, New York. He's had an extensive pro career uh, internationally. He played 10 years, 10 seasons. Got a whole bunch of paper uh, overseas. He played in places like Korea. Uh, he played in Lebanon. He played in Iraq for a brief minute. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. He speaks read, so he speaks Spanish. He reads and writes Korean. I can, I can read it. You can read I can, it. I can, I can write my name. Okay. Well, that I can write my name in Korean. That counts. See, the good thing about this show, we don't yeah. do any fact-checking. No fact-checking. I can say whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, all that what you just said. All that what you just said. Um, he's a Milford Academy alumni. He uh, he's I'm gonna say partner, but you're gonna correct me because I, I didn't really find the detail here. He's uh he's got a, a basketball academy. It's called mm-hmm. Attack the Rim Basketball Academy that mm-hmm. he's a part of, and uh, he's a newly minted assistant coach over at um, SUNY Orange here in New York State. My guest today is Mr. Micah Brand. How are you, sir? By the way, uh, I didn't <laughs> even you know what I said. You're a four year athlete, but I didn't say what school. Student athlete. <laughs> He's also an alumni of the University of Massachusetts. That zoo in there, man. That Word zoo up. Family. Word <laughs> <up>. family. <laughs> Yo, welcome, brother. Thank, thank you. you. I thank you for it, the man. time. I appreciate it. Um, he's welcomed us into his lovely home, um, coordinating around kids and all that, <laughs> uh, being being dads. So you know that's how we get down. So I appreciate that. I know how difficult that could yeah, be sometimes. Yeah, I appreciate you coming up, man. Yeah, no problem. Yo, so. So you've been home for a minute. Been home now for a while. It's going to be my going into my seventh year out of basketball now. Seven years yep. out of basketball. Seven years out. Seven let me let me out. ask: is it is it something where you're getting an itch? Well, maybe at this juncture, probably not to play. No, no. <laughs> but but let's say three years removed from from calling it quits. Yeah. Were there moments where you were like in I mean, and out, in and out? You know, when you when you you watching basketball, you you know you seeing you know you seeing some of the people that you played with still going still out, doing it. still doing it, still going. I mean, there's still a guy now that I played with, his name is Aaron Haynes. He's going. He's now the all time uh, leading scorer for foreigners over in Korea. Oh, ten thousand plus points. I think he's probably on his way to twelve thousand now. Do you know they I mean? keep separate oh. stats? Oh yeah. So no, like yeah, this yeah. is this well, is for well, foreigners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know they they want to be able to give their their local players Got their it. very their good local players their shine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so um, you know, but but you know, so you see people like that still going into year 14, 15. Wow. I mean, for Aaron, I mean he, he's a, he's about two years younger than me. Okay, so he's probably if I stopped at ten, this is probably like fourteen or fifteen for him. You yep. know, but you see it and you're like, all right, if I really, you know, if I if I if I got back in the gym and started doing it, you know, but all of a sudden, you know, two weeks. <laughs> 
two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago, I went to the gym. I was like, let me get this little workout and threw my back out. I was done for no. like, I was done for like two and a half weeks. <laughs> you know, so it's one, of the, it's one of those things. I had a, I had a teammate, a teammate down in Argentina. He used to say in Spanish, he's like, uh, how, how do you say it? How do you say it? Uh, my, my, my soul wants to, but my body can't. Now you got to say it you in Spanish. I mean? Oh, it's like, it's something like, uh, uh, mi alma quiere, pero mi cuerpo no puede. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's true. Very true. <laughs> It's like in my mind, I can still do it. My body's like easy, brother. Dog, listen, easy, brother. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's that's one of the most obvious things, right? Yeah. Like everybody yeah. understands that when you speak it, you you know, yeah, it, it, it makes sense yeah. mentally. The reality is, and I, I wouldn't just chalk this up as that, just for athletes. I'd say human nature in general. Yeah. It's like, yo, you're gonna push until your body until tells you, you can't yo, do it. Yep, you it's a wrap. You can't do it. So, I, and I, I suffer from this myself because, like, my uh, I have ankle issues. I have plantar yeah. fasciitis all the time, like, because I have flat feet. So I and I never treated it, so yeah. it just kept, you know, causing me issues. And but to this day, like every morning, I try to get outside and play ball. Yeah, usually with my yeah. shadow, but <laughs> but I'm playing looking like Shep on the right. on a <laughs> exactly <laughs> playing ball without the, the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um. But I do, and I run drills, and I, I yeah. go through scenarios yeah. just because I love the game so I much. I know it is, and that's something that you do. It's like you know, I get out there. You know, when I train, I try to get out there. You know, when I when I when I do my basketball stuff with the with the players that I train, right? I try to get out there. I try to jump in every so often. I try, you know, I feel it the next day though. I do. You know, it's one of those things. I don't do it often. I'm not stretching. I'm not doing this and that. Right. So it's you know, so it's like it, it, for the look of it, I'm I'm in shape. I still go to the gym. I get you know, I I, I do swimming, you know, swimming. I you know, make sure I take care of myself and all that. But the actual the 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 Game rigor play. that it takes right. to to get up and down the floor at, at a fast pace and jumping and and, and banging Dang. on people, that's you know, that's long gone. That's long gone. I, I was uh, <laughs> I was looking through the archives. I can't remember what year this was. This might have been twenty ten ish. Don't quote me. Mm. But um, there was like a, I want yeah, it was an alumni game at UMass. Yeah, that, that was, was right. Of. That was right after. I was that might have been the year I finished playing. Okay, um, maybe the year right after I finished playing because I wasn't because I I wasn't I wasn't still playing at that point because um. Because uh, I was home, because like it was like in January. Okay. That I, so it was like 2013, 14, okay. or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was a little closer yeah. to now. Um, I read you caught a you caught a couple bangers. Yeah. Yeah. You, you well, I, well at, at that point, I think it was only like a year removed from me playing. I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? It was still only like a year removed from me playing, and I'm six eleven. So you know, it's one of them things where. Six where eleven it, adjacent. So, I mean, I mean, I can, st- I mean, I can still dunk. Like I can go out and dunk. I'm not gonna raise no eyebrows, but I can still dunk. You know what I mean? So if you couldn't, we would have a problem. I'd right. Then you raise I would the have eyebrows. To strip, I would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I would have bro, to strip your height right, from you. Like you can't use that no more. You know. So I go out there. So people, so players, are like, oh, can you still dunk? I'm like, I'll dunk. You know right. what I mean? But but nothing you know, fancy, right? You know. So um, you know, we went up there. I caught like a oop or something off a fast break. I yeah. caught another little drop step something. But you know, that was I was still feeling pretty okay at that point. Like you know, I when I came home, I was still kind of in the mode of it so i would still get out and play more i was still way more active like now i don't like i don't really play like i'll play like maybe once or twice a week a couple times a month you know okay. what i mean like you, okay. know, you know over at the ymca they got you know open run for like 18 now i get out there just to run up and down with the young guys right just, just to, to work just to, out. Keep, just to keep my body moving you know what i mean but i don't do that consistently enough to be able to still go out there and play like that right you know? and that's i mean you're, you're you've kind of i wouldn't say aged out because you see some "Quote unquote yeah, older guys yeah. still doing amazing things, but yeah. but you you're you're good. I'm good where I'm at, man. You, you felt good. complete as I'm far as your career goes. Yep. If I can okay. go out there get a couple baskets, you know, what I mean, I'm outside the arc now. 
You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're okay with that because that's okay we were talking that. a little bit about this before we we started recording. But like that transitional period, like that's got to be really difficult for yeah. highly touted athletes. And I, I, my definition of those are those that get D one scholarships, particularly right. right? right. Like, you are lauded for so many years for wherever you Long grow time. up. Yeah. And and it, you can't help but be like, you know, the superstar of whatever your area might have been, yeah. right? You get to the school, you, you know, UMass is not nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. Now, today, you know, I we know. don't they, really do much, but they, they, they trying to get but we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're working. <laughs> um, shout out to the new coaching staff over there. Yeah. Well, new, Rel- relatively Relative. recent. Well, I mean, still new this year. They got the new all the new assistants. They got oh, yeah, all yeah, new yeah, assistants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's they got, right, that's it's, right. it's McCall's like third, third year. Third, yeah, I think 2017 is yeah. when he started. But they yeah. got all new assistants now. Right. But, um, yeah, so, so it's a whole new ball game over there. But, like, you get there, you get to UMass, mm-hmm. right, and, and you you do well. Like, yeah. you were doing all right for yeah. – for, for, you, you played yeah. consistently. I, I, played, I played immediately from pretty, when you pretty consistently, there. yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you started in 99, right? I started in 99. I didn't play a whole lot in the – you know, because UMass always had a, a, a really, really tough um, non-conference schedule. Yes. So, you know, that, that was one of those things that I really, I really saw, like, all right, this is a, this is a different – a different level, you know. We, that's when we went and we were playing UConn. Yep. You know, I'm trying to think who else we played. My friend, we played like Florida State. Yeah, I played Georgetown. We didn't play George. No, okay. no, no. We not not while I was there. We played like Texas. Okay. You know what I mean? We played Villanova. You know, we played all these teams that they're at the top of their. You know, Texas had you know two guys that were lottery picks that year. Villanova, 20 win team See. in the Big East. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're playing all these teams, and so here I'm in this little six six eleven six. 10, 6, 11, 220. You can't say little you know I mean? 6, 11. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, but when you're, you're, talk, when you're talking about going against Chris Mim, who was 7 feet, 250, I'm 6, 10, okay. 6, 11, 220, okay. 19 years old. You know what I mean? It was, you know, but, I, you know, I got it. And once once conference play came around, I was able to really get in the, in the rotation pretty consistently. Yeah. You know, um, a little bit of that was due to the fact that they had um they had a guy, Ajmal Bassett, yeah. But he transferred. A, a guy. Yeah, yeah. But he transferred. Okay. So I would have been behind one more person because yeah. it would have been like it would have been Chris Kirkland, Ajmal, Kit, then me. Right. Instead, Kit moved up because Aj because Aj transferred, transferred out. out. So it was kind of out of necessity. Put you, you know, in there. I, I was in there, but you know, it kind of threw me into the fire and 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 got me some 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 needed game minutes to really see. All right, like where's my weaknesses? Where do I got to pick it up? What do I got to look for to improve on? You know, moving forward. Mm. What was your – so I'll take you through a little story. The first time I actually met you, and I don't expect you to remember this. <laughs> All right. Um, Kit was walking through the – Always. The, yeah, every, I, I, could tell, I, could say, I could tell you a million stories to start with. Kit was walking through the – I know. Hey, shout out to my boy Kit. Yeah, Kit. He down, Robert, he down at St. Thomas right now. He's chilling in the, in the, in the sunshine in the and sun. on the beach. I was worried about him because of Hurricane Dorian. I was yeah, like, yo, yeah. yo, you good, son? Yeah. He was like, yo, I don't even yeah, worry nah, about he's good. He just, It was light. Yeah, you ain't, never gonna, you ain't never going to hear a problem out of Kit, man. It's uh, – no, no, but so, on the real, he was like my big bro when I got there. Like he, he kind of took me on his wing. He looked after me. He was, yeah. So, so that's where I was going. Yeah. Cause, um, and, and like I said, we we were. So he was strolling by the campus center. You were there with him, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like there was maybe Jonathan Depina. I don't know if he was mm-hmm. around when you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It might have been y'all three. And and he's kind of like Mr. Suave, yeah, you know, rolling know. around, whatever. Can't deal with that. Man. And and you, <laughs> I think it might have been your first year at UMass. So yeah, you, you look like you know you're still trying to figure stuff out because mm-hmm. I think it was early that that mm-hmm. year. And um and so I'm I'm climbing with Kit because I knew Kit for for a while. Right, we yeah. went to high school together. And so I'm climbing with Kit, and I don't remember what we we was doing. I was saying some like off the wall type stuff. And imagine, I'm not even six feet. 
I'm talking to six ten, six ten, right, and six yeah. eleven, <laughs> looking up at y'all talking greasy, and then you kind of, you kind of, was Did like, I? yo, is <laughs> is this too wild? Because it, it didn't come off Did as I? a joke at first, okay. but then, and then you know, kid could have he, a serious face, but then he get also clown. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of kept his serious face for a second, and then he let the laugh out. And then you was like, oh, like, right, oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hold on, where's this going? Yeah. <laughs> it almost it almost looked like the team was about to jump. Right. Like that's kind of I, didn't, yeah, I like probably it. didn't know that you two already right. knew each other. No, and all you did that. it. Yeah, you yeah. did it. So that's the first encounter that we had. I think okay. it might have been the only real encounter that we had. Because yeah. I wasn't really too close to the basketball team. Um, just Kit. And and I So we got there the same year? I, so I transferred in in ninety nine. Okay. That was all the year right. I transferred okay. in. Okay. But I, I was I graduated in 02. Okay. Um but but I, I you know I saw that and then um, I noticed like that camaraderie that you guys had like the way y'all were walking around it was kind of like he was kind of showing you the ropes yeah yeah he did you know he I mean? did he really kind of took because I, I actually went up there um in the summer after I graduated from high school I, I spent the summer up there beforehand yeah. you know I, I took a couple classes try to get in that and just really try to get a jump start on those workouts um you know on those summertime workouts and just from that uh, I. I want to say I I stayed in in the apartment that he was in. I can't really because you know it, it, yeah, it was a blur. A, a, yeah there's a few people I can't remember, yeah. but I, I want to say I stayed in the apartment where, where where he was in, you know. And he did. He just kind of he showed me around. Just kind of you know took me to spots to eat. Just kind of got my circle. Kind of started started to kind of build my circle up. Just to start kind of building relationships with a lot of people around and yeah. stuff like that. So you know that was really appreciated. That way, once I got there in September, I didn't really feel like. This was all brand new. Right. You know, I'd already you spent could, the last two months up there. You know, I knew some people already, a lot of athletes, because they were up there, yep. you know. And so just from now, I knew my way around town. I knew the spots to eat. You know, I, I knew, mm. you know, and that was just all. Yeah. How, how often were you at Antonio's Pizza? Bro, I mean, how often was I at Club Sidewalk? So, bro, <laughs> <laughs> Facts. If you're if you from, you from, you from the zoo, you then. Facts. So we could say we could say solid two, three times, four times a week. A week. You know what I mean? <laughs> But, and that's not counting the days where I'm like, I'm going to go get that for lunch. You right. know what I mean? So right, even right. now when I go up there, I get, I'm get i like, I'm going to Antonio. Are you, do you go up often? I try to go up once a year. I, try, I usually get a yeah, game a year. I get, a, I, I get up there for a game a year. I didn't get up there last year. Um, they were t- they were having another like a little alumni get together. But d- just with the schedule, something um, something conflicting, I couldn't get up. But I've been up there every year. Basically, since I stopped playing, I've been up there every year. That's dope. Yeah. I, was, I was just uh, uh, tweeting with uh, Coach Tony. Uh, I'm a butcher. Oh, last Barbie? Name. No. Not Barbie. Ah, it's with a B for sure. He's a new assistant coach over Oh, there. assistant coach now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah now. Now. Okay. Tony, Tony B. We'll call him Tony B for yeah. now. Uh, he's actually from Springfield originally, but I was t- tweeting with him. I was like, yo, I need to come up there. I'm going to try to coordinate because he, he um, actually was a coach for Wings Academy in the Bronx okay. for a time with Coach Bingo, which is our, okay. our previous guest here. Um, so anyhow, I'm 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 planning to go up there for yeah, a yeah. game sometime soon. Uh, yeah, so let me. I, I usually try to I usually, I usually try to get one. It usually works out best over the winter session, just because yeah. I don't know. It's just it just kind of works out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good time to take a day or two off from whatever job. You know, especially because I like I said I work in the school district, so beginning of the year is hard to take off. You know, yeah, and yeah, getting yeah. back into school and then you know, so I usually try to get up there a little bit. Um, you know, at least at least, at least the once, right? Yeah, at least that one time, spend a couple of days up there and get that grub on. Oh man, they all the spots. You know, I mean, and they got a bunch of new spots. You've been, you ate in the dining hall. Yo, dog. So I just, so I just came. I, used, I, I was working. I was the director for the, um, for the college prep program at the Boys and Girls Club in Newburgh. I don't know if you were, yeah. if you know where Newburgh is. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's crazy that nobody nobody knows where Middletown is, but everybody knows Newburgh. Well, Newburgh being the <laughs> Newburgh, news. Right, Newburgh being the news, <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually, I just left there. Like, I just started school just now, so I was just over there. And so, you know, part of the part of the program requirements, you know, college tours and all that kind of stuff, I'm right. like, yo, we're going to UMass. Right. So I was just up there last year in, in the fall. I went Got up. Um, and actually, Coach McCall welcomed us in. Like, he let me bring my group in. Um, they had a game that day, but it was late, so we couldn't stay for the game. But he let us in for the shoot-around. You know, we got to sit down, you know, watch them practice a little bit. We got toured the Champion Center, you know, locker room, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the, 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 my students really enjoyed it. But, you know, I took, I was like, yo, I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like, they – Yeah, this is first, different. Second, first, second in the country – for the last how many years, best best dining hall in the country. Like, oh, I didn't know it was that serious. Yeah, I mean, it looks yeah, amazing. I, the food was good it's too. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I was a little upset because yeah. my tuition money went, <laughs> did not. Right, you, you don't have that problem. Right, it didn't you, go had, there. you had a scholarship, but not me. <laughs> well, yeah, well, they didn't have that food though. I'll nah, tell you that. Nah, they nah, nah. That food. <laughs> but it's crazy because I was looking at the when I was there, I was like, man, this food is bomb. Like, I'll take this yeah, all I time of day. I was Taco like, salads over there every day with the waffles and the waffle waffle stations. Omelet station. I'm like, I'm good. All right, so let's get back to this because <laughs> yeah, yeah. people listening didn't experience it. Tough, <laughs> tough that y'all wasn't there. I know we're going down memory lane right now. Um, you so you grew up for the most part here in Middletown. I grew up in Middletown. Yeah. Tell me that experience. Like, how do you go? Because I, I, again, I'm I'm you call me naive. I don't understand. I don't know much about the basketball landscape here yeah. in Middletown. Yeah. So, like, can you describe to so, us? So you know, and 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 this is one of those things. And this is not to you know I. I, I I don't like saying stuff like this, but not and not to sound you know arrogant or conceited, but I essentially I kind of jumped off the basketball culture here because right. you know so they had and and I and you know forgive me I don't remember their names because they were they were a lot older than I was, um, but they had a couple guys before me um, in the eighties that that played not not crazy not high high level but they got some time they got some they got some college scholarships couple went overseas um you know but that was such a long time before you know i i moved here in 87 okay in 87 you know and i think they were already done by then got you know, it. they were adults they were even if even if they were currently doing it they were adults at that point and at that point it wasn't the the culture of basketball wasn't as big as it is as it is now here you know, and so, so you um, would, so would you? Is it fair to say you were kind of one of the the well, big standouts? Well, so it's crazy because in in high school here, I really wasn't. You know, oh. it was one of those. I was I was young. I was I liked basketball. I was tall and I was good, but you know, the again the the level of competition around here. I was always one of those players that kind of always ended up playing to my competition. Right. Okay. So I was you know it, it, as a as a sophomore in high school. I'm six seven six eight. But you yo, know, time out, time out. Yeah. That's crazy. You can't gloss over that. That's six, seven, six, eight as a sophomore. You know, I was like six, seven, six, eight, but I'm, you know, I'm skinny as a pencil, right. and I'm playing against guys that are, you know, the, their big man is six two, and you know, and this and that. And so within that, I'm just like, you know, I'm doing enough to to do with this, and we had a, a pretty good all around team. So, you know, it, it, we were just kind of, you know, we were just kind of going, but um, it really wasn't until I got an opportunity to go play down in the city mm-hmm. that I saw like what you know all of a sudden I had I was around some you know some some real legit basketball competition. So there were some good guys, but high the, high consistent high consistent high, like for the most part the best players on the team on the in, in in the leagues around here were on my team and on Newburgh. Okay, like every year we were in the we were in the section finals. One of our teams went to the you know went to the regionals. Middletown went to the final four. Um, 
I think my freshman year, my freshman year, or sophomore year. So I wasn't part of that team, but okay. you know, I I I played with those guys a couple of years after. You know, so we had some good guys that 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 were that had some opportunity to go play. Um, you know, but uh, what ended up happening was I I left here to go to prep school. So now where that's like the norm of people, you know, yeah. they go here, they're jumping around here, jumping around here, jumping around here. I had the opportunity to go to a prep school, and I was like. All right, you know, and I did that, and all of a sudden, you know, things just kind of started to things started to pick up. What What was it? How, how did you get the opportunity to do so? Was that something your parents decided nah, for you? So okay. So when I so I ended up playing, I just I played AU for with um with Riverside Church. Oh. And so um you know Damn, that's a hell of a commute, bro. I, you know, yes and no. I mean, I mean, it's right on. It's right off the GW. It's not far off the GW. So you know, Yo, it's like an hour and a half from here, bro. <laughs> True. But hey, well, listen. First <laughs> but of all, you wasn't driving. First of all, so I, was driving. <laughs> first of all I was driving. Say so. Honestly, so off the bat, big shout out to my parent. Like every, you know, in the summer times, I'm talking about Saturday and Sunday. You know, we at the wow. we at the Bronx at at, at the UDC tournament. Um, it's a citywide tournament in mid in, in Midtown in the yeah. afternoons. Sunday we had an ISA all the way out in Queens. Queens. Like you know, every weekend, every weekend, bro, they drove wow. me down there. Every That's weekend, love, That's every weekend, they drove me down there. Um, you know, but I got that opportunity because Wait, were, were they ever saying to you, "You gonna get this goddamn scholarship"? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, they never said it. I'm sure. I'm sure they'd be. I'm sure they was thinking like, "It'd be nice if it'd some of this could some of this could pay off." Yeah, you know, because not like we was driving down there in in, in luxurious cars. We was driving down there in some hoopty hatchbacks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, but they put the miles on the car. You know, gas in the tank, and they. They 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 yeah, filled they up and they and they took me down there. Wow, you know, and, and so both of them would go. They both go. My sister would come. We just made a whole little family weekend around my basketball stuff. You Yo, know what I mean? And props to y'all, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's you big. know, and so that that really gave me an opportunity. But I got that opportunity because uh, I don't know if you remember the Empire State Games. Mm-hmm. They used to have like so that might have been you know so it was kind of you know they had like all I the, said I was a. More of a fan than an actual right. athlete. Right, well, like the Empire State Games, basically, and a lot of states have them. It's basically like a little Olympics for the states, right? Okay. They have basketball, swimming, track, boxing, oh, all you know, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. kind of stuff. So I Got used to it. play. I used to play in the in the, the, basketball. In the basketball for that. Um, and so I went to one of the tryouts, and one of the guys there had had his nephew, and he was a coach on one of the Riverside teams, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you come down here, you know, and and try?" So I'm like, "All right, you know." So I was playing on a local. Nothing Same. AU team up here, and my mom had told the guy had told the coach, and he was like, "You better go, like, you know, take like I don't oh, care so that we I don't care that he's gonna miss our next tournament. Wow. Take him down there." So we go down there. Wow, that's big. Cause yeah, it's easy for somebody to be like greedy. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that's you know mine. I mean? Yeah, so so we went down there, one practice, and the guy, um, he was like, "You want to come to North Carolina with us?" I'm like, "All right." Like, had go. you been to North Carolina at that time? No. So that was attractive. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'll go to North Carolina. But I didn't know it was at the it was I didn't know it was at the University of. I didn't oh. know the tournament was at the University oh. of. Yeah, he was like, different. you want he's like, you want to come to the tournament in North Carolina with us? I'm like, all right, you know, I'll go. My first game, bro. I'm on the floor with Brendan Haywood. Right? <laughs> this is my first game. First game with them on the floor. Brendan Haywood, Joe Forte, Jason Capel, and um another cat that went to NC State, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Right, so you talk Jason about Cable went to Jason Duke. Cable was the one that went to Duke. No, no, Jason Cable, Jeff Cable went to Duke. Jason Cable was the taller one. Jeff went to Carolina. Cable went to Duke. Okay, he's the pit coach now. Jeff Cable. Jeff Cable, right, right. 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 Jason Cable. Okay. Jason Cable's the taller one, and he, like him and Joe, Joe Forte, Haywood, they all play. They all ended up playing together. Uh, they were all it. playing together. Got it. Got it. So I'm on the floor with them three and another dude. Four All American. This is my first game, <laughs> right? And I'm like, bro, I'm from Middletown, New York. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm not used to this. This is not. This is not. You know. So granted. Need to say I didn't play a lot that tournament. Okay. You know what I mean? I didn't play a lot that tournament. But it really did you uh, did you understand the company that you were with? I did not. I did not understand the people that I was playing with. Okay, right? I didn't understand the people I was playing with. 
um, I didn't know that on my team, on the team that I was on, I had there were two McDonald's All Americans. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I just went down there. They said, "You want to play?" I'm like, "All right, cool. Just I'll play." They thought I was good enough to go. I went, you know. And so, you know, so long story short, that goes, and you know, so because of my age, um, they put me on the on the 16 travel team. You know what I mean? And I kind of went through with that, whatever. And then at the end of that summer, at the end of that travel summer, my coach called. Me, I they, they I, I went to I got a I got a chance to go to Nike All American camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came out of there and do and he called me. It was like a week before school was supposed to start. He's like, hey, "You want to go to prep school?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Do I? Like, do, <laughs> do I? I? <laughs> right? Like, do I? I don't know." He kind of explained to me a little bit this and you know some of the ins and outs. I was like, "All right, you know, let me talk to my parents, talk to them." And I was like, "All right," and I went to Milford. <laughs> I went to Milford. Like, it was no plan. It was no like, "Hey, if I do this," because like now it's a lot of people like they try to make it like 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 chess. Like they try to plan it like I'm gonna yeah. go here for a year, then I'm gonna go over here, right. then I'm gonna go here. Like I was blind. Like I knew I wanted to play basketball. Right. And wherever that happened, I didn't know. I knew, yeah, I would want to play college basketball. I want to play pro basketball. But there was nobody around here that to mentor you that was mentoring me about. So I was just playing. That's it. I was just playing. But luckily, I was one of those players that. Played to the talent to the talent that they were playing at, yeah. And luckily, I did have some of the natural ability, right, to be at the level with these people. And then you put the you know you put the work in after that, right. But I just I ended up at Milford. And not only did you end up at Milford, but you were there with Steph Marbury's brother. I was there with Zach Marbury. Yeah, um, you were there. I was there with James James Thomas. Uh-huh. Went to Texas, played with the played with the Bulls yep. and the Blazers for a while. I was there with um, a cat named Domaine Radcliffe, who is mm. an actor. You know the new Rambo movie coming out? I didn't know there was one. Oh, wait. I did see a real the new quick new Rambo commercial. movie coming out. Okay. He's the executive producer of that. Get out. He's the executive producer of that. And it's crazy because when we used to be up there, he could rap, freestyle. He could act. He's funny. He's he used a to do, renaissance He used man. to do stand-up for the dorms. You know what I mean? Like, he could act. He could dance. He was in the first Step Up movie. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Get out. You know, he was in Glory Road. Um, okay. You remember the cat that had the heart problem? I don't remember. Uh, I'd be lying to you. Okay. I can act it out. Was like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> so you know, but he he was in that. Like he's been in some in some big things. I was there. I was there with him. I was there with a cat named Kevin Johnson. Went to UNC Charlotte. Okay. Um, you know, it was just it was. Yeah, had a little squad. Yeah, a dude Abdul Mills went to Providence. Uh, Jeremy Logan fair, went to Fairfield. You know, so even up there, I'm at my whole the whole lineup was was D one. Yeah, whole lineup was D one. Damn. You know what I mean, and it was just yeah. I'm this little 16 year old kid from this small town. I'm like, you know, and they and they were all from the city. Like we all played on on Riverside together. Oh, okay. But you know, we they're all from the city, and they grew up in that culture. I'm just, I'm like, I'm just here because I want to play basketball. Right, right. You like you a fly on I mean? the wall. For the I was right. I'm like, I don't know what's going You're on a here. Big ass fly on the wall. I don't know what's going on here. But so. So it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a hard sell for you because like no. I, you know your situation I actually I think I understand more when you know the flight to a prep school right. I, I think I understand it more. Some my I'm torn with respect to like kids leaving like the New, the New York metropolitan area right yeah. like you got you got the inner city in particular you got such a hotbed of talent yeah. right and the the culture is completely different right it's way right right it's, it's built around that right and so. With that, there's a sen- there's a certain um, sense of loyalty that the community provides right. for the for those people for those, those people kids. That, yep. and, but in many cases, and in some cases, it makes perfect sense. Like, yo, I can't afford to send my kid to X Y Z high school. Right? right? They're giving they this kid a free ride, and it's a good program. Right? It's a beautiful campus. Right. Like, I'm a, I'm gonna let him go. Mm-hmm. I get it. But what do you think about just that whole dynamic of like kids leaving? 
and again, we'll use the New York City mm-hmm. landscape as the example here. Places like that where they have an opportunity to play at story programs and they're right. really good players. Right. How do you feel about? I just think I think a lot. I think a lot of players end up getting misguided, you know, for the you know it's and it's it's unfortunate because you know you see guys jump around so much and then they end up at a place that they could have went to if they just stayed if they just stayed home. Yo, that's literally what. So we had uh, (laughs) we had Coach Maxwell uh, Bingo Cole. He's a Bingo All Star CEO's big time big time coach in New York. He said exactly that. It's, he was you know, like, "Yo, right." So you you, you went to go, you went to three prep schools in a right, JUCO to, to end up in a D two school. I could have got you to you could have went to right. a D two school just off, off the strength rip. of this of being a Christ the King or being a Bishop Law. You know what right. I mean? Like, and so and so with that, I feel like and and it ends up leaving a lot of players uh, homeless. I guess in in a sense because mm-hmm. they bounce around to all these places and you know still trying to chase this this this. Uh, you know, and you, you don't want to be a, you, you don't want to crush somebody's dreams and say that they can't. You know, you looked at it as a hater or you this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. But like, you got to be realistic. You know, and there's only so many spots on so many teams. So you know, you got to go to the places that want you, mm-hmm. not the places that you want to go. Right. Right. If if they're not if they're not calling you, it's not. But it, you know, the, the, everything has a timeline. Everything has a has a has a has a has an age expiration you know, has an expiration date. date. Yeah. And you know you're in your senior year. If these are the calls you're getting, choose, choose there. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, that's and, it. That's unless 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 somebody calls you and says, "Hey, listen, I don't got a spot for you this year. Go over here, reclass somewhere, reclass somewhere. Go spend a post grad year here." And listen, you could, okay. But even then, yeah, nothing's promised. Ain't nothing promised, right? Ain't nothing promised, especially in the basketball world, because everything is about the dollar. You know, these are people's jobs. You know, these yeah. coach, these are those coaches' jobs, and they they trying to win. And just because you go over there. And you hear, oh, I'm I'm going over here for sure, and you take a season, or you end up taking the season off on the court, yeah, not doing what you got to do. Missed out. They, you can guarantee they're not bringing you in. That's, you know, ain't, ain't too many Mitchell Robinsons out there. You know, so it's like it's 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 crazy. You know, it's 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 unfortunate. I think I think a lot more people could could end up playing college basketball than do, but because they're they're just being misguided and they're listening to the wrong people and they're yeah. and they're bouncing around and they're trying to chase something that's not really realistic. You know, they end up missing out on an opportunity that they could, you know, that they could capitalize on. I, I like so you you're a great example in how I look at the world as far as basketball goes, mm-hmm. right? Because um and I know college isn't for everyone, but if you look at it from a perspective of like, yo, most most players, most mm-hmm. basketball players come from disenfranchised upbringings, yeah. right? Or or lack of fin- finances. You want to stack the chips so heavily in your favor with this skill that God has given you, right? In order for you to come out the other side, right? A much better right. situation. So, than, what's the best way up. to play that hand? Exactly. What's the best way to play that hand? And, you know, you and can't go all in every time. You cannot. <laughs> you can't go all and, in every and, time. And I, like you said, I'm not the hater. Like I'm all about yo. These kids have dreams. Yo, right. Shoot for them dreams. Right. right. But don't be foolish and not. Have Plan B, right. C, D. Well, that's what D. I tell you know. Even early on, like you know, I just started over here at the at the at the JUCO over here. But that's what I tell them is like you got to allow me to be honest with you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't proclaim to know everything, right? But you check my resume. I've so I, I, I've been some places. Right. I know some things. I know some people. I know you know what I mean. You have to be able to let me you know mentor you in a way that is going to be the most successful and the most the the, the biggest chance for your success. Mm-hmm. Right? If this is what you say you want to do, then all right. Let me help you get there. Let me find. Let me help you find the best path to do that. And that's not me saying, yeah, you can go to Duke. We're gonna make that nah, happen. Bro, right. You can't go to Duke. Right. Right. You can't go to Duke. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it's just it's 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 one of those things that 
you know, and a lot of players don't want to hear that. They, you know, they don't want the criticism. They, they want the praise. Like, all, but, know. but again, like, like I mentioned earlier, that is all they're accustomed to. Right. They grew right. up because they're so good for so long. They got to be patting their back, which exactly. is great. But you got to have somebody that's Keeping saying, like, "Hey, listen, no, nah, do it this way. No, nah, no, nah, not that way." That's good, but they don't want to. They don't want to hear that. They, don't they just want to hear, well, "Well, well, I did this." I'm like, "Well, that's, that's why I didn't mention that." Right? Because you, yeah, you did that. That's great. I need you to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was it was it your plan to stay at school four years and actually graduate? Like, was um, was you getting your degree? Part yeah, of your you know plan, what? And that was plan. that's one thing. Um, you know, you got to be re- the most realistic with yourself. Um, I didn't think that I was necessarily good. I think maybe after my junior year, I possibly could have tested the water and and and, and seen. Yeah. Um, and then unfortunately, my senior year, I kept dealing with injuries. I kept it, you know, all kind of stuff. I didn't. I did not have a good senior. I was I was out twice for a month for with ankle injuries, wow. and you know, it was actually probably my worst season out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Not even just point wise, like because obviously my freshman year, I didn't average a lot of points, right. but overall just playing and consistency and, and my and my productivity on the court and my value to the team, my senior year was probably my worst. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I possibly could have, but again. I didn't know, you know, I didn't have coaches that were saying, oh, well, why don't you go try it? Because I didn't have these stellar numbers. I didn't, but I yeah. think overall, I think my game was, was well-rounded was enough yeah. that I probably maybe could have gotten some, you know, some some opportunities, some workouts, some looks. Not to say that I would have gotten drafted. Right. But you would have. It, it could have been. But I never really thought, like, all right, I'm going to go two years. I was just I was just the same way. It's like, all right, well, I'm at prep school now. Okay, I'm in college now. Got so let me, let me just keep getting better every single year. You know, and see what happens. See what happens. But you know? knowing that you, you have like you're you're here in college for, they, right. you know, let's call it two reasons. I I am of the belief that if you're a college athlete, you're really there for one reason. <laughs> you're here for one reason, right? <laughs> but let's. I mean, th- there is the facade that you, you realistically you have the opportunity to take advantage of, of yeah. a degree, right? Yeah. The discipline that goes into that is a whole different. That's story. a different story, yeah. But you have that opportunity, yeah. So. You you feeling all right? I'm I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm the stellar athlete that might be NBA bound per se. Right. At least not at the onset. You looked at your education path as what? Well, you so you know, there? I mean, I mean, I was I was I was lucky. I mean, you touched on it. A lot of a lot of a lot of athletes, unfortunately, come from these disenfranchised backgrounds, single parent households, low income households. So where you know, I have both parents in my house. Both parents, both yeah. my parents are educated. You know, my mom. My dad was a teacher for for years. My mm-hmm. mom started out as a teacher, did stuff in you know special education. You know that you know. So I always I always had that foundation of listen, you're gonna do, you're gonna do this. Yeah, you know I mean you're you know you're you're gonna do this. Coincidentally, I graduated the valedictorian from the prep school. People in the basketball world, wow. people in the basketball world, they always know. Be like, all right, because listen, most people who go to prep school, they need the grades. Yeah. So because I didn't need the grades, it wasn't anything. I went, I did the work. And I had the highest grade point. The highest grade point. Was a valedic- I was valid graduate valid story there. But at the at at Milford in particular, yeah. it wasn't like it was a bunch of. How do I put this without making it sound like bad? Yeah, I got like you. it wasn't just a bunch of jocks that stereotypical jocks that aren't no. really there. Like, no, there was regular students also, right? It wasn't just- no, they, yeah, they they had regular students. The majority were were regular sport. students. No, the, oh, no, the majority athletes. the majority were athletes. Fo- it, football, it. baseball, hockey, and basketball okay. were, the, were the four sports that they did. They did have regular students, okay, but it was majority. It was athletes. athletes. It was majority athletes. Okay. Um, so what what was your GPA? What was a valedictorian? GPA I mean, I gra- I, pro- I think I had straight A's while I was there for two years. Oh, okay. I probably had straight A's while I was there for okay. two years. 
Um, you know, but they, I went in with that. I went there because I was looking to get more exposure. Yeah. Right. So the summer that I spent playing with Riverside, the first year, if I had come back here, I could have gotten the Manhattans, Iona's, you know, yeah. the Mac schools, you know, Northeast, kind of, you know, uh, Fairfield, stuff like that. Um, but once I got up there, reclassified, um, all of a sudden it's just like, you know, so I, I went up there for, all right, let's see what this, what more exposure basketball wise can do for mm-hmm. me. Right. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know the grades. I, I didn't, I didn't need that to like get into college. Like I could have gotten to college anyway. Regardless. Right. right. And so, um, you know, so that was never really, so even when I got to UMass, it's crazy. Actually, when I got to UMass, um, my grade slipped a little bit because I was I was tripping a little bit my freshman year. I don't you know? blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know my you know my my freshman year spring semester after the season was over, workouts was over, the sun came out, it was hot. I got a one eight. I'm just gonna put that out there. Wow. <laughs> I got a no holding back. So you know my, my my first semester though I got a three eight. You know oh, my f- okay. fall semester I got a three eight. Second semester I got a one eight. I was I was tripping a little bit. I was tripping, you know. But it was you know. So, okay, I got back on track. I you know Wait, I did. Let that. me ask you a question. What happens to an athlete when they get a one eight in a semester? So it's so the thing about that with, at, at D ones is your cumulative GPA. Uh, so as long as that stays up. So because I my yeah, first semester well was first was, time, was yeah. so good. I didn't you know I was the, the one eight. Was good. It brought me into like the twos. I yeah, think yeah, like yeah. high twos. But I was able to to Bring you know to, to to move it back up. You know, but it was one of those things where, you know, that was never really I didn't I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to put so much effort into that and making sure I just did that. I don't know. We had study hall. I went, I did my work, you know, and then that and that part was over. That part was taken care of. How how did well, it sounds like you've already you had that discipline established from very early, early given given your foundation with your parents. Right. Would you say that it was challenging for you to do now at the collegiate level with the the work? To balance, to balance it. Well, and I think that was part. That was part of what it was, especially I mean, after um, the one eight. Yeah, like, I mean, after, I mean, even after. Let's get past that. We'll, we'll, we'll give you we'll, a pass. We'll, <laughs> we'll strike it up to some. To some. You know, anyway, so um, in season was a little bit hard. Like once you have, you know, all the travel, you got, yeah. you know, you got, you know, you're on a road, you're on the road for a week and a half. It's like that. That gets a little difficult to just try to balance it. Um, you know, but luckily, what happens is and. I say this very like they were the teachers weren't giving us breaks as far as the um as far as the content as far as what we were turning in yeah but when we could turn it in right because you know and but that was a lot of advocation you know on our behalf from our um coaches our coaches advisors like hey listen we're gonna be on the road for like a week and a half we got da 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 can they get this to you. When they get back, right, and they, you know, they might say, "Now, whatever you turn in when you get back is going to be graded accordingly." Sure, you know what I mean. And you know, so so from that, it was it, it got it got difficult sometimes with that. You get a little bit behind, um, but I was a psych major, so it wasn't a lot of tests, and it was like I, it was papers, you know, yeah. a lot of papers, a lot of reading, Research. a lot of papers. So I could do that stuff on the road. You know what I mean? They bring laptops, got my textbooks, I got the, you know, so I could kind of get that stuff done and make sure I got it back when I when when it was necessary. At, when it was necessary. What what would you say was like your your biggest I guess highlight of your collegiate basketball career and similarly yeah. like your low light and my I mean probably I think senior years probably yeah my low my low just overall is probably my senior year you know it wasn't uh, you know I I, I got to say um it, I I didn't really enjoy I didn't enjoy my senior year a lot um uh without getting too much into it because yeah. I don't like to battle people I. The coach, not, coach and I didn't really get 
you know, I I didn't I wasn't feeling feeling that situation a lot. I was getting injured, so I was already kind of I think and I think that probably fed into that a little bit because I was already so down because I kept getting hurt. Yep. You know, I came back from one ankle injury, hurt the other ankle. You know, came back. You know, it was just it was kind of one thing after another, this and that. You know, and so. Um, I think that kind of fed into it. So just overall, I was feeling a little bit down, you know, that, that year. Um, I, I think though, you know, my, my, my sophomore year, um, was, was really a highlight. I think I made a really big step between from my fresh, from my freshman to my sophomore year. Um, the end of that season, I won conference most improved player. Okay. I won conference most improved player. Um, and that was something that really kind of, it, it, it really elevated me like that summer, um, after my sophomore year, I really was, I, I said to myself, okay, like, okay, see what you did in that transitional time and look what the result. So let's step it up even a little bit, you know, a little bit more and see. I think that was just kind of the culmination of that season. Everything was kind of clicking. I was, I was just very consistent. I was doing well. And, you know, as a result, I was, you know, I got, I got that award. And that really, you know, that, 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 that really felt good. It motivated me. It kind of, to, to, to kind of take it up another notch. What, what were you doing off seasons? Like when you would come back home, would you uh, be playing ball locally? No, nah, I tried not to because people, because <laughs> you got the, the people start tripping, especially when they know that you play somewhere and all that kind of head. stuff. Yeah. Like, so I, I didn't really play a lot uh, when I came home. I didn't really play. I didn't really, I wasn't really home all that often. Okay. I was never a person that like, I was never really, I didn't get homesick. I didn't get, you know, I'd be, by the time you figure, by the time I got to UMass, I was already out of my house for two years. Yeah. You know, I went to Milford when I was 16. You know, so that was that wasn't really I never had a, a problem acclimating to places and being away from home and all that kind of stuff. So in the summer times, I would just stay up there. You know, I just took extra classes and just worked out, just kind of still just continue to work on my body and everything. If I came home, it would be for a week or so here and there. Just to visit. Visit. Go back, back home. Up. Yep. Go back up there. What what? um? Oh. My bad. That's okay. No, no. Nah, you good. Yeah, that's, your, that's your electronics. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you got. <laughs> yo, that's literally like, what yo, I was going to say. Oh, that's, that's mine, though. That's you. That's no, you that's good. You. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so, so you transition out of UMass, mm-hmm. right? So you graduate. Yeah. What, what happens between that moment and. I'm assuming you you go right into the program. yeah. I went. I got. I got. Um. I guess I don't know how. I don't remember putting my name into it, but I got drafted into. At the time, there was this league called the USBL. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. They had a few teams here and a few teams out in the in the, in the Midwest. Um. I got drafted onto there, and actually, when I got in there, um, it was through that league that I actually got a couple of my league tryouts because uh, for a while sixers I got for the Sixers. I got one for the Nets. Yep. Um. You know, and so they had. You know that that was that was a pretty still. A, a, a viable option of getting looks, you know, right. of getting looks and getting some, you know, getting some notif- some 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 notice on you, um, you know. So I got drafted to that. It was upstate in Glens Falls, mm-hmm. and so you know, I went up there, just kind of finished out that they had already started playing because I think they started playing in like April or May or something like that. Right. And then I finished that. I played like the month of June, and then actually my oldest daughter was actually born that July, ah. and so I got a little out of shape. Because I knew I was going, so so I just was trying to spend as much time with her as possible, right, you know. Right. And so, uh, but you know, I had my agent, and you know, he called me in September. Is like you're going to Finland. I'm like, all right, I'm going to Finland. So that was the beginning that of the was international it. That was, that was tour. The first one. So, what what was your expectation? Because you you you've you're in the in the yeah. world of basketball, right. right? So I'm sure you've spoken to folks, and they've kind of given you a sense mm-hmm. of like, all right, so now you're done with college. 
you're going to you're going right. abroad. Like, here's what you can expect. Like, right. how much of what you've heard before you went away versus what you experienced was was true. Yeah, I guess it just depended on where. And so I didn't really know a lot of people that went to like big time places. Okay. So unfortunately, the 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 what I heard wasn't the greatest because you get people that they were going to some lower you know some lower places that was like oh you know they might be messing with the money over here mm. or the the town is is or the league is this or you know this the teammates aren't that good. Um, you know, unfortunately, those years that I spent at UMass, you know, didn't, I mean, really the only one that went any, that went like real high level kit. I can't remember where his first job was, but he went and then obviously Monty, Monty Mack, mm-hmm. he was over in Italy. Yep. Um, you know, so I, I could, I kind of knew what to expect a little bit, but like I said, I'm always, I'm open for stuff like that because I'm, I don't get, I like, I like other places. I like, I like meeting new people. I like going places. I like being another, you know what I mean? To me, I'd rather go live in a place then go vacation in a place. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not a sightseer. I'm not a tourist. Like, put me in there. Put me in an apartment. And let me be over here. Gotcha. And I just, you know, just figure it out. I'm just live over here the same way I live over here. You know. So how was Finland? Finland was cool. It was cool. Um, you know, I, I actually that I actually got cut from there. Um, mm. Tripping a little bit, but you know, that was your was, first time getting <laughs> cut. Was my, yeah, well, my, it, was, it was yeah. first job, yeah. first time getting cut. Um, you know, and so it was. It, it I, I just had, I had too many up and down games, and so we're in college. You know, there weren't really a lot of options, uh, you know, so up and down games didn't really affect my playing time. Like it might affect my playing time this game. Got it. You know, but as a whole, I'm going to be back in the starting lineup next game. Try to, you know, get it back. Right. You know what I mean? So if I have, you know, two or three good games and one okay game, two good games, you know, it did. It wasn't right over there. Co- that's coach's livelihood. That's other players' uh, livelihood. You know, so too many up and down games. You know, so one game I have twenty two and twelve. Next game I got you know eleven and six. Next game I have twenty four and fifteen. Next game I got twelve and four. You know, that's not a, that's that's not cutting wow. it. You know, that's not cutting it. And so that was just something that I had to learn about now acting as a professional. It wasn't really about my basketball skill, but in the way you prepare for the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you think college athletics is you here for this. You go now. They're paying you to do this. Right. This is what you're here that's for. Entire, that's, that's it. There's no this is what you're here for. Right. You know what I mean? I don't. Like, honestly, I, they don't care what you do off the fl- off the floor. Don't let it affect when you step on this floor mm-hmm. because we're giving you this check. So we need you to come perform every night, every single night. So what was that difficult for you to grasp? There, not after that. That was an eye opener. After that, that cut. after that, because well, I got cut and I was home. So now I come home. I got a three month old baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got you a, like give me the help. Now I'm kidding. But, <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Gift and it was a gift and a curse. Because then you know I got to spend from the time that she was. So I didn't get back out until about February or something like that. Okay. So I was home beginning in November until about February. But okay. I got a three month old baby. You know what I mean? Like that money yeah. that I got over there in those two and a half months. Don't, it doesn't stretch very long, right. you know? Um, so after that, I went with a much different mindset of what had to happen, of, like, for me personally. Now how you're, like, I had to, provider. Like, right, I got like, more responsibility. Right, this is, if this is what I say I'm going to do, then let's let's do it. Let's go mm-hmm. do it, you know? And then after that, I didn't get I, – I got cut much, much later in my career. Um, but that uh, – I almost kind of made that happen a little bit. Okay. I didn't really – was it feeling it? One feeling situation. Was that Iraq or was that? No, it was, it was one of the teams out in Korea. Korea. Yeah, one of the How teams long were you? In, where internationally did you spend the most time? Like, were you at one place for uh, a extended period? Pro, uh, if I had to say, nah, uh, nah every place kind of averaged out to about 
year and a half? Three or so years oh, that okay. if I would go, because I was in Argentina a few different times. Okay. Um, I was in Lebanon a few different times, and I was in Korea for a few different times. Where in Argentina? I mean, you played for different clubs? I was in different clubs, yeah. But in the same city? Nah, no, no, uh, all, over. all over, yeah, uh, all, Mendoza, all, all over the country. Nah, I didn't. Nah, I was in Mendoza, in like Corrientes, Paraná. I was down south in one city, mm. um, you know. And so it, it's just, I always said I'll go any place once. Did you get to go see the Penguins while you were in Argentina? No, I didn't go that low, and 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 the the, the schedule didn't really didn't allow. really allow for that. You know, it's like again, you were here for this. You know, you're here for this. I mean, and and again, this is one of those things that my sister always always even my wife gets on me about it. I wasn't a sightseer, so you know, I was in China. I was in Beijing. Yeah, I was in Beijing for seven months. Never went to see the Great Wall. You bug. <laughs> in hindsight, you a bug. In hindsight, but you know what? But this is the thing. We had. You know when the game when the season started, we had four or five games a week. Damn! And I'm talking about like now, now, now no, listen. China is just every big as bit as the states. Right. It's got like two time zones in China. It's crazy because they don't change the time. So oh. you go the equivalent of two time zones, but it's the same time as when you're over God, here. So you wake God. up, it's like ten in the morning, but it's pitch black. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, that's that's another that's China. I'm like, you know, but so people just used to it. It's just, yeah, you know, I woke up one morning. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, what time is it, bro? It's like ten fifteen in the morning. It's pitch black. Pitch black outside. Anyway, good morning. Yeah, I'm like, yo, um, you know, but 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 you know, you got four or five. You got travel. You got this and that. So if we got a day off, I'm like, I need a day off. Like I need a day. You I don't. Need to yeah, do a it's not like the Great Wall is right there. Like the Great Wall is still like two hours away. Right, right. And then right. you got to walk however many miles. And, um, you know, it, yeah, I think you could have. You could have. I probably could have waited after the season. Time. I probably could have. You know, took a day or two. And and but that was the thing. But honestly, by the time the end of the seasons usually came, you ready to go? I was on the first thing smoking. And you had kids. I mean, you, you had my, eight kids. I had my daughter. Give my hey. Are we square? Get my check. I owe you anything? I'm out. Right. You know what? What um? <laughs> so you you had to get drafted. Or sorry, you were in a, some sort of draft in Vegas to go play. In that Korea. was for Korea, yeah. So is that how they operate? Like no, nah, certain. Oh, okay. to, I, uh, China was a draft, and Korea was a draft. Okay. Um, how, it seemed weird to me when I found out about that. Yeah. Because like, they did it in Vegas. That to me was strange. That, thing, that I think was for the Korean owners because they like to get it in. Uh, they get it in. Okay, that so makes, Vegas, that makes sense. Vegas was the play, Vegas was, was the like, spot. This is what we gonna be. Yeah, Let's make this happen. And plus, I think you know what they like to do also because they they did it during the time that summer league was going on right, or just right. actually just ending. Okay. Um, a lot of other players there. So if there's anybody coming off a of summer league, coming off of whatever, throw them in throw the draft. Them. You know, I think they kind of planned it like that. But then also too, they like to get it in. So was it just like? You know, names in a hat, and they just start picking. Nah, them out. I mean, you, you, y'all sat in a room, like two, or, two or three days playing, um, and they they just draft. They drafted who they wanted to draft. I mean, there's a bunch of people. I only picked twenty people. Wow. Yeah. I mean, China was a little different. They had four rounds, mm-hmm. and each team picked four people. But it just depended. Like the last two, pe- if the first two people decided to take the contract and sign, then the last two people was out. They just picked those other ones just in case, just like in case they got to read, you know, whatever. But Korea, they picked they picked two people. They picked twenty people out of. Four hundred people, and so you you don't wait. Did you say you speak Korean? No, no, no. I you I can, know how to I, say your name. I know I spell my name. I can read it. Like I know what the sounds say. Okay. I don't know what the words mean. How does your name sound in Korean? It's it's weird to say. It's like Maika Buranda, oh. and so the way it's spelled. But like, and so they they spell the characters out that right. says like Maika. You know what I mean? Okay, of, so it's kind of phonetic. Yeah, for, for all the American names, yeah. Right, like, right. and that's how I learned because I knew what the American names were. Gotcha. So I would just kind of just start reading that, like on the score sheet, you know, because they read it, they wrote it in Korean. It okay, was written in Korean. That's how I kind of started doing it. And then my wife, when she came over with me, she actually took Korean classes. So she was actually 
reading, writing, and speaking Korean for a while. Wow. And I would like look at her stuff, you know, Cheat like, sheet. yeah, <laughs> I would like be looking at her stuff and everything. I mean, that was by the time that was like my second year over there by then, or my third year actually. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. Did you understand like when you're in the huddle with your team? Like, how often were you in? In line with what was happening. Well, you know what's crazy? So, over there, they had translators. Korea okay. and China had translators. But it's so weird because basketball is basketball yeah. is a language of its own. Of course. So, I know what's going on in the game. So, I know what you're mad at right now. Got it. I know what you are happy with right now. I know what you want us to do because I know what the situation is. Mm-hmm. So, it's almost like I didn't even really need the translator. You just rely on your sixth I, sense. I know, I know what's happening in the game. Got it. So, I'm, I'm, I, I got you. I know what got we're doing. It. I know what we're doing right now. I like how you point them down, right. too. Because so they far. got the board. You're so you know tall. I mean? yeah. That's why. You're like, down there. I got you. Hey, little guy. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> the translators, they usually get mad because a, lot of, because a lot of the other team's translators, they be going, you know, they like attached at the hip with their Americans. I'm like, look, man. I'm good. I'm good, man. Give let me, me some room. Yeah. Like, let me, like, let me, let me just figure this out. Let me just, you know. They're like, oh, the coaches kind of want me to hang. I'm like, well, I don't want that. So, <laughs> and I'm a grown man. Go that way. So I'm gonna go this way. You know, I would get some stuff on my phone. I showed a taxi, but like, take me here, take me, and I'll figure it out from there. Smart. You know what I mean? What? What? So two other places that I found really intriguing, and, and I know you've been around the world pretty mm-hmm. much, but like, what brought you to Iraq? So I was never actually in Iraq. That was oh, an Iraqi team. Okay. It was an Iraqi team, but. Um, I was with them just for a tournament, for like a tournament in the Middle East. Okay. So I signed with them. We practiced in where were we? Pra- we practiced in Turkey. Okay. And then we went to Jordan for the for the tournament. Got it. So I thought I was going to Iraq. Okay. And but it's crazy because it's like it's way in the north, which is technically they call it Kurdistan. Mm-hmm. And they and if you if you call them out Iraqi, they'll say I'm Kurdish. Oh. It's like listen, bro, like you're from Iraq. <laughs> What would be you the similarity, right. like, if you put in in American terms, like, obviously we're talking about states I here. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know like because South it's, Jersey and Philly, right? You know, it's just like, like to if us, you're from it's Camden, all. You're like you. It's I, all, I would say to, it's Philly. To us, it's all the same, but yeah. it's like that because it's such a negative connotation on Iraq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Kurdistan actually has like Christians and things right. like that, so it's right. you know, so they do they they separate themselves. You Got know, it. They, they separate themselves. So that team was actually from there. And then, you know, but we practiced in Turkey for like a week or two. And then Jordan we went, and then we went over to Jordan for the tournament. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how about Lebanon? You played Lebanon there. was cool. I like Lebanon. I like Lebanon. You know, um, it's a war-torn country. Sure. But overall, it's cool. You know, I mean, you can go skiing in the mountains in the morning and then go to the beach in the afternoon. Like, it's 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 crazy. But the, it, it's probably smaller than Rhode Island. Oh, okay. You know, you can get to the top of the bottom in an hour. You wow. know, it's not it's it's a small country, but everybody speaks English. It's Americanized like crazy, you know, and the food is the food is bomb. Bomb. so good. Mm. You know, and everybody the, the players are cool. You just go and it's, it's good basketball. Like I liked it there. Yeah, I liked it. Was there. Good. Yeah. I got to yeah. go check it out. I, yeah. I, the only place I've been to nearby there is Israel and I enjoy my time in That's, Israel. Yeah, I, ne- I never I never went to Israel because when I well, so when I was in, in Lebanon, I wanted them to take me to Israel one time, but so it's, it's crazy because the politics are crazy. Politics is crazy. So yeah. it's crazy though because every time I was over there, something did happen. Like there was a couple bombings while mm-hmm. I was over there. Uh the first time I got there, I'm leaving the airport and it was like the 2-year anniversary of like the assassination of somebody that they really really 
I'm revered. Streets were flooded. Every burning tires. I'm like, wow. what did I? I'm leaving the airport. I see the. I see buildings blown to chunks. All kind of stuff. I'm like, yo. yo. I'm like, what did I just get myself? And the guy's like, nah, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, it's just a Monday. Yeah. It's no right. Day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know, but there was a couple bombings, a couple assassination attempts on people, and every so often my teammates would be like, yo, don't go to Beirut tonight. I'm like, stay, all right, cool. In. I'm like, all right, cool. Because my team wasn't actually in Beirut. So yeah. it's like kind of, it's all technically Beirut City, mm-hmm. but kind of like, you know, you got the little suburbs and stuff like that. So my teams were kind of out. And I was like, all right, so we just party right here tonight then. That's fine. You know what I mean? But it was cool because it was so, the, you know, the country was so small. All the Americans were, you know, we all we all hung together. Right. Um, you know, we, we got to know each other well. We lived in the same spots, you know. So even though we were kind of playing against each other, it was cool because we still kept it competitive. But off the court, we were, you know, yeah, we, 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 were, right, we were cool, right. you know, which was very unlike a lot of the other teams I played on. Um, you know, your city is it's just you. You're here and you might, the next time you see, you see Americans, the next time you play a team. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And it's not that long, so you can't really form any kind of bond unless you already know the person. Hmm. You know? So it, it, so it was cool in that respect. What would you say is your, like, the pro experience that you regard highly, most highly, as far as your, your whole 10-year career? Uh, I mean, overall, basketball, probably Korea. Probably Korea was probably the best, you know, it was the best uh, collection of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, game wise, just you know, the money was great, the talent was good, the games were good. You you had a crazy perimeter game shooting threes. Well, I mean, by that point, because I had you know, I I was able to you know that that's that's that was the one blessing that came out of you know my, the coach that I had my last couple years. Messes, he really transitioned my game to more of a power forward. You know, because I was you know I was tall, but I was not bulky. Like I didn't I, would, I didn't start holding weight on my body till I was like twenty seven. Mm. You know you know what I mean? So Damn. you know I was like 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 I went into UMass at like two twenty. I came out at like two forty. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> 20 pounds and 40 you know what I mean and so you know he really transitioned my game into more of like a a, 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 a like a face up four foul line extended um and then just kind of working on that working on that because overseas they like their big men to be able to do that so they tr- they you you work on that as well you know and I, I I lucked out because my I had a I had a Korean teammate that was seven three so he was the five and I was the four you just did your four do my thing dump it down to him high lows he kick it out. I shoot it, drop it down. It's huge, bro. So he would hug you, and he'd be looking he, down on you like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah. Damn, that's I, crazy. And I just tell him, "I'm like, listen, dude, I will fight. Like, stop doing that. Like, you can't do it." He, <laughs> like little brother. He walk up to me, put his hand on my head. Yeah. I'm like, "Yo," I'm like, I'm like, "Bro," I'm like, "Mira," he's like, he was like 19. He was 19. Years. I'm like, "Bro, stop <laughs> doing that." Like, you, I'm like, "Do not do that." He's doing it all the time. He's like, "What's up, little guy?" I'm like, "Man, stop." You know what I mean? I love it. So, you know, but I, I think Korea overall, that was the best. My, you know, just basketball wise, you know, I, I won a championship over there my first year. Mm. Um, you know, it was it, it, it was cool. So, it what do they cool. give you when you win a chip? A you lot get, of money. No ring, nothing. Oh yeah, I got a ring. Oh, you got I got a, I got a, I got a ring. You know, you got the t shirt. He said a lot of money. A lot of bonus. But like, a lot of bonus money. Where does that come from? Because I'm, I'm, you know, I, I get it here. Like, yeah. owners and you know advertising and all that yeah. like is it big like that well you know too? the thing is though i mean so they got so the reason why the place like china and korea got so much money so korea i mean china's just everything is yeah it was through it's through the government everything is, sure. is funded through the government but in korea they got corporate so you got so you think so one of the teams was samsung okay they uh, got dope one okay. of the teams was uh they're called mobis so mobis is the engineering company that puts all the parts into hondas oh and kias so these companies Yo, have teams. They are the team. They are the companies that own the teams. Got it. You know what I mean? So they have CEOs of these like multi-million dollar companies. Got so it. this little 
right money that they're throwing in is nothing. Not that's a not big deal. It's not them. a big deal at all. You but, know what I mean? I had a I had a teammate a teammate that he had a, a Bentley, right? Bentley, dirty Bentley. Dirty. What do you mean dirty? Dirty. Like rims filthy? dirty inside the car, stuff why, everywhere. Why would you do that? So he said he said to him, he I asked him, he said he had gotten his license take away for, for DUIs, for too many DUIs. Too many. Too many DUIs. <laughs> he had a he had a seven forty five okay. before that. So he's like when I he's like when I so he's like when I got my license back, I just wanted something different. So he bought a Bentley and, and treated it like <laughs> and, trash. And, and hated it. <laughs> treated it like What's trash. wrong with this guy? Treated it like trash. You know what I mean? But that so, was after the championship where he got. Nah, no, no. He was he was like the first guy to start. Like they started the KBL because of him. Oh. Okay. Like when he came out of college, they was like, all right, we need to keep. We need to see him keep Shot. playing. You know what I mean? And so he's, and he's Korean. I'm he's saying. Korean. Yeah, got like it, long it. retired now, but got he's it. he's the reason they have a basketball league now. Anyway, wow. so he had. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the money. So they they have money because you know, and you know, they got the the, the cell phone cup. Then they had you know another team was um was LG. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, never so, mind. I got it. Right. So they got, got they got money. It's, money's not a money's not a thing. Money's not a problem. So it's interesting to me. For a long time, I thought Elton Brand was from Middletown. Uh, yeah, I realize that's not true. Yeah. But, but he's not too far. Away. He's gonna play smaller than Middletown. Yeah, yeah. Peekskill's crazy small. Yeah, right. You probably have gotten this often. Yeah. Are you guys related? Not that I know of. Okay. And so being so, I I I knew him um, just through the Empire State games because yeah. he was a little bit older. So he played. Um, and he was a Riverside guy too. And he was a Riverside guy. Right. He was he's two years older than me. Okay. Two years, maybe three. And so he, I think once I reclassified, he ended up being three years older than me. Got it. So he, um, you know, but he was in the men's division. And I was in the, what they call the open division, the the the, 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 the high school, the high school yeah. division. You know, and so we would scrimmage them. We would this and that. And so I asked him one day, I'm like, yo, like, are we, like, who's your people? Like, right. is it, there's the fact that Tell there's me your two, family right, tree. there's two brands here. And not, within, not far apart. Within 30 minutes of each other. Yeah. Like, who are, you know, and it, I don't, like, it doesn't seem like we're related. Okay. It, does, it doesn't seem like we're related. Okay. Because y'all both got interesting first names. Right. Oh, yeah. Elton yeah. and Mike are not common. Yeah, not common and names. Yeah. Brand. And then Brandon. And, and then, then in both. this area. And in this area. Yeah. All but right. yeah. I had to not. ask. And I figured that's what it was. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. Not that not that I've seen. I yeah, mean, I don't and, look alike. And of course the more notoriety he gained, the harder I looked. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the first time I asked him, I didn't realize how good he was. I didn't know he was going to Duke. I know he was an all-American. I'm like, yo, we like, are we related? Can we be related? Right. All of a sudden, he gets to Duke, and I'm like, Player of the Year, first round pick. I'm like, yo, hold up. I'm looking in the books. I'm like, hold on, bro. We gotta be related, dude. We gotta be related. That's that's young. That's young Mr. Brand over here. Josh, you got your tablet over there, man. You can go use it. Um, what so what? Where are we today? Like what we talked about your your assistant coach mm-hmm. job, um, and then you also have the the training academy. Mm-hmm. How how are you utilizing basketball now at this juncture in your life? So I, I've always wanted to, you know, that's why you know I know a lot of players. They just think this is like a natural step to to just go into coach because you know we talked about it before we started recording a little bit. That that transition is really hard. They don't know anything else. Yeah, they don't know anything else past the past the basketball. Like okay, if I can't play, then I'm a coach it. Right. right. And so, um, you know, I tried that, didn't really work out, you know, got into the real world as I like to call it, as I like to call it as the wise eye opening experience. Right. But anyway, it's gotta be eye opening experience. Gotta be. Um, you know, but then, you know, so I had the opportunity to kind of start the basketball academy. Um, and I really just wanted to just, just give out my knowledge, my knowledge, just train people in just get better. Just get mm-hmm. better. You know, uh, the the culture of basketball has had really, and the years that I was gone, um, 
you know, a lot of people in flux in here. A lot of people moved in from the city, moved up from the city. But just the, the population just really, really grew yeah. here in Middletown. And with that, the culture of basketball really, really grew. And so, um, but what I didn't see, and this is no disrespect to any of the, the people that are doing what I didn't see was people going anywhere after it. Okay. So I'm like, all right, you know, how can I kind of get in and just, I'm not trying to take anybody. You train with them, okay, you tra- whatever. I just want to help people get better. That's yep. it. I want to help people get better. But with a, with a but then also goal. But because I know my connections, I know right. my, you know, you who I know. Right. You know, I can look at my phone now and I got 20 plus D1 coaches, you know, right. 20 plus D2. You know, I, I, I just, relationships and networking, I just know people. Mm-hmm. So how can I use that to help get these kids where they're trying to go? Right. You know, and so, um, but what ended up happening was, um, just like everywhere else, it became a little too oversaturated, right? So because I was gone all those years, nobody knew me. Yeah. Their parents, their parents knew me because yep. I went to high school with a lot of them, or they kind of heard about, oh, you're the kid that da 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 da. But I was never home. You know right. what I mean? When I came home, I came home. I flew into New York to see my parents, and I went to Amherst because that's where my daughter was. Right. And then when it was time to leave, I came back, say bye to my parents, and I flew out. You know what I mean? Like I was never, I was never here. Right. And so I was never really able to get that where I wanted it plus the fact that I didn't really have the time to make it as full time as I wanted to sure so I don't know that I that the time that I was able to put into it was enough to have the impact that I was hoping to have so it really just turned out to just be kind of more like I got some kids that like to come I train them and we you know and we just kind of you know we kind of we we do that they go play their AAU where they where they want I had no interest in doing that and Mm -hmm. doing the AAU thing um, you know, but then, so now I got the opportunity here with the JUCO and I think it's a much bigger platform to be able to get some of these kids. Cause now, okay, now they're already in school, right? You know, now they're already in school. So now I can really, you know, I played the college game. The other coaches played the college game. You know, when you're trying to talk to high school players or players that are just getting started, it's hard for them to envision that over here. Cause they're way down here. Sure. They're already, they've already done more than half the work. They're already in college, you know, at this level. Yes. But. You know, it's it, so it's a little bit easier to kind of um, move up the ladder to kind of move up the ladder with that, you know, and get them and get them to understand what I'm trying to teach them, the whys, the hows, and and the wins. You know, start thinking the game a little bit more, stuff like that. Not really just like straight skill development. Like you got to be able to think the game out. And you know, when you got you know nine, ten, eleven year olds, all they want to do is be able to put the ball between the legs seventeen yeah, times wanna... and shoot. You know what I mean? That's it. Spot up three, right? Steph Curry all day, right? You know, and I, and actually, it's crazy. Like I, I actually, I lost it because listen, until you show me that you can, the, the 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 I say this I say this all the time to people I train. I say it to the guys at the college shoot. This game is invented for one reason: put the ball in the basket. Yep, that's it. Put the ball in the basket. So we're gonna do that, but just like lifting weights, you don't go in there and try to put. 225 on to try to lift that right right Right. i could think back to my freshman year i could think back freshman year i got tens on the barbell right (laughs) i'm sitting there arm i'm like uh, struggling you know struggling you know but you gotta you gotta build it up right so if you can't even make 10 layups in a row you can be sure you're not going out there to shoot i guarantee you're not going out there i got guy i got kids i trained at in two years they still ain't shot a three-pointer yeah because you ain't show me consistency i need to see you do this then I need to see you do this. Then I need to see you do some of the, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's everything is a progression, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that's, I think is missing a lot that, you know, they don't understand. They see James Harden, they see KD, they see Steph, all these people. But what they don't see is that there's videos of Steph on, 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 online when he's shooting after practice, spot shooting, he's catch, shoot, catch, shoot, catch hundred from right yeah, here, yeah. from right here. Then he's gonna go to the next spot. 
So now that you've seen him do this, step to the side of it, but he's already a good shooter. You know what I mean? He's you already can't, honed his He's craft. already done that. James Harden's already done that. KD's already done like So now they can move to this. Right. But now you got kids that are nine years old. They're skipping all those Skipping steps. all that, trying to do this, but they can't even, they can't even they shoot can't, a foul shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you know. Right. And so it's, it's, it's a little hard with that. Um, and that's why I kind of, I, I like the, the thought of the college level. Um, and then at this level, there's not a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of pressure. Whether it's, 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 it's Juco. Um, you know, you're not talking about this high D one where right. every game, every win matters. Yeah. Every, you know, it's not. There's not. There's not money rolling through the college. You know, so I can. You know, you can really take time and develop the players, and then you can get some of these local players in here at their local school and get them out. And it kind know? of gives you that that thing that you were yearning for mm-hmm. before, which is like the give back to the community. That's like, it. That's, that's that's it. Like like deep, I deep like essentially it. I learned how to play basketball here. You know what I mean? Like you know where I where I grew up. Um, there was a basketball like it was the best run in the city when I was a kid. Yeah. Best run in the city. There was five there was, you know, five five apartments around right there. Court was right in the middle. I was a nine year old kid in heaven. You know what I mean? Like that's dope. And yeah, and like that. It's the, like a little Madison I'm telling you, it was, right it, was, it was it was crazy like that. And that's where I like I learned how to play basketball right there. And, you know, and that's so I wanna be able to I wanna be able to get that back and get these kids that have these hoop dreams. Like, yeah, have the hoop dreams. Yeah. Like you can't put it all on that, but if you're gonna do it Let's do it the right way, you know? And I feel like I got enough knowledge and enough experience to, you know, impart that on them the right way, you know? So we should be seeing you this upcoming season. What's the name of the conference that you guys play in? I want, what's the name of the conference, bro? I, I know you just know. got the job, yeah, so I'll I don't give even you a pass. I don't even pass. know. And Please. I just saw it the other day. I, I was in the gym the other day and, the, and I, seen the, I seen it up there and I don't remember. Okay, it's too soon. It's yeah, too I, don't, soon. I don't remember. Right. I don't remember. But, but you're excited about this opportunity? I, I, am, I am excited. I am excited. Do you foresee this being kind of the stepping stone toward a, a, a long tenured coaching career. See, I mean, so I mean, my ultimate goal, I would love to go back overseas and coach. Okay, you know, my kids are grown and they're done with school. You know, I would love to go back overseas and coach because, um, you know, it's just I, I enjoy the overseas life. I enjoy it. It's it's relaxed. Everybody, you know, and my wife too. My wife spent a lot of time overseas um, in college, just doing um, exchange studying programs abroad, and stuff like that, studying yeah. abroad. You know, so you know, we got a little retirement plan that we're thinking about. But in order to do that, you do need some coaching experience. They're not just gonna say, "Oh, we played basketball once nah, or some years," you know. Right. So I think you know you, you kind of put it together and you see. But I mean, as my kids get older, more opportunities um, kind of present themselves. You know, right now it's not the time for me to go be a D one coach. Right. It's not. It's not the time. It's way too much time and that you have to invest in it. That I'm honestly not really willing to invest right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm home by three fifty every day in the afternoon. Amen. I'm home all night. I get to see them, you know, doing what they do, play outside. You know, it's like that's that like that's where I'm at right now, and this fits into that. Like I can't disrupt this for that. Like this, it's got to fit. You right. know what I mean? And so that's that's kind of where I'm at now. But I do I do see I do think it is something that could be very beneficial for all involved for the for the players that come through, um, and then for myself. You know, kind of moving down the road a little bit year after year as you know as the players kind of see that this is. A good option for them. They can come in here and get back out to a four-year school. You get players consistently. You know that the, the reputation, the right? The reputation yeah. starts to you know starts to grow. You know, and then one uh, winning winning produces oh everything everything everything. It, that that's if you can win, you can get your players to school. If you can win, your coaches get attention. You know, and if and so if, as long as the opportunities are there, 
then I can have an I can have the choice of where of of kind of where I want to where I want to go with on. it. Yeah. yeah, where I want to go. That's with dope. It. I mean, it it would be awesome to have kind of like you know have this little micro pipeline created here. Yeah. Or I mean, it's, I'm sure it's here to some extent, but like really blow it up. Right? Well, you know what though? It's 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 it is, but it isn't. There's a lot mm. of good talent coming out of here, but. Um, it, it, they don't. They don't stay yeah, here. They don't. Course. They don't stay here. They leave. So um, I don't know if you know. Right now, a kid named Hassan French. He goes to St. Louis University. He was just third team all all A ten this last year as a okay. so, as a sophomore. He's from here, but he left. He uh, went to a school up in up in up in uh, right outside of Springfield. Okay. Um, UMass really wanted him, but he wasn't trying. He wasn't trying. I was trying to get him there too. I was like, come on, bro. I was like, UMass no, needs you. But it was right when it was like Kellogg's last year, okay. and it was kind of on the thing. So I so I kind of said, I was like, listen, I don't know if he's still going to be there next year. Like I don't, you know, I, I gave it to him straight. As bad as I wanted to see him in the yeah. in the UMass you uniform, look out for him. but like yeah. I've known him since he was like in seventh eighth grade. I was okay. like, listen, bro, this is this is the this is the deal. What's going on up there? I'd love to see you up there, but. You know, you got to pick what's you know what's right, good what's for you. Good for you. A kid now, his name is Macalber Etienne. He's about my size. He's like 17, 18. He goes to school in in Suffield, Connecticut. Um, I got a, a my homeboy that was a walk on at UMass. You know Dwayne Killings? Yeah, yeah. He's so he's at Marquette now. Yeah. He just I was just texting with him last night. He's like, man, he's like, I need Mac on this team, like ace at like. Apparently, he's a beast. Like I've never seen him play, yeah. but apparently, he is a beast. And it's crazy because two, three years ago. He was a like he he lived he was a lanky. I used to see him walking up down here. I'm like, yo, who is this kid that's like six right. nine, with these Uggs on, <laughs> looking skinny as I don't know what, just mad goof, you know? And apparently he's a beast, you wow. know what I mean? But they don't stay here because they don't really see the they don't really see the vibe the viability of being here, of developing, and you know of being developed as a player. A couple years ago, they had you know Middletown made it to the state to the state championship. Oh really? Yeah, and, and Glen Falls. And Glen Falls, and here Joshua, and middle you know Middletown is is class double A. Okay. So, so if you're from New York, you know that even nationwide, like New York State, class double A basketball is well respected. Yeah. Well respected. They made it to the state championship game, bro. One person is in college. And that's a problem for me. Wow. That's a problem that's for bad. me. That's that's not and, that's and he's bad. at a D two. He's down at Dominican. His name is Daniel Grant. Should be a D one. I don't know how he's not. I don't know how he's not. Because he had he had he had good grades. These, I, I don't want to say he's all but he had grades. He could have gotten, you know, I don't know how he's not at a at a at a D one program. Um, you know, but really, that's only, insane. Uh, yeah, and only so only one player in the last I don't know five years. I'll say two players. Um, so you know, um, the Ray family. Alvin Ray went to Villanova. Kendrick Ray went to Quinnipiac for a second. Al- uh, wait, Alvin Ray? You talking about? Uh, they had a sister. Alan Ray. Alan Ray. Alan Ray. Alan Ray went to St. Raymond. Did he go to Raymond St. Raymond High School? So yeah. his so his little brothers. Okay. So Kendrick went to Quinnipiac. Uh. Um, did whatever transferred down to Kennesaw State. Okay, he's killing for the top team in Israel right now. I think wow. he was on the summer league team the last couple of years. His brother, the little brother Aaron, is at Southern University down in Louisiana. So you know, so they went straight. But I even I think Aaron had to go to a, had to go to a JUCO first. I think I think he went to a JUCO first. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I know I know Alan Ray's yeah his jersey is up little, at yeah. St. Raymond, but you know, and then so um, <clears throat> and then a kid. Um, so wait, they're from Middletown. Is that what you were about to so, say? So Kendrick and Aaron have been here. They uh, went their whole high school career okay. here. I don't know when they moved up. Got it. But I but Kendrick was here. Well, I know was here from a freshman year, and Aaron was younger, so he was in middle school. Okay. So he was in middle school, um, and then um, you know, so so they're not. It, it's 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 crazy. It's not like there's not. And then this other kid from this from this uh, town, Pine Bush, is about 15 minutes from here. Is at Fairleigh Dickinson right now. Mm-hmm. You know. It, 
for the talent that is here, I'm not saying these are all D1 people. Sure, sure. But more people should be in college. Got it. Playing basketball. They should have the opportunity. Like, people should be coming here. The AAU teams that they play. Like, because, like, I know, once I went to Riverside and they're like, oh, what college is, what, what high school, okay. Before I know it, they was up here and they were watching games and they were, you know what I mean? Like they, it, they, they follow, they come see the players that they, that they want to see. So somebody's not talking to somebody How do you, about these players. To me, and I'm, I'm speaking at a, at a turn here. Mm-hmm. So you correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it seems like, let's say, you know, the biggest, the bigger programs that are up here, the mm-hmm. more competitive programs, high school, let's mm-hmm. say, right? They should be getting teams from the city on their schedule to play here right, or whatever, right. right? Well, that's the thing. Middletown, they did. They would go, you know, they went upstate and played a lot of the good teams that's out by the Buffalo, Rochester area. Yeah, but you know they what go, I'm talking about. I'm talking about yeah, like inner city. Yeah, like, they, 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 went, they went down like into Long Island and, and played like, you know, tournaments that had a lot of these teams. No, but I mean, them bring thing. them here. Bring them up here. They had a team that they brought up here from, from Brooklyn. I can't remember the team, but okay. they were not one of the good ones and they kind of they like, walked all over I think that's what's necessary because like, yeah, they can go down to the city right, or right, whatever. Right, right. But get, it doesn't have the same Gaining some of that attention when you when you bring them in here, you pack the house in, right? Because then even then, you know, you got players that because what I tell people all the time is like, okay, maybe you can't get to the get to the team that all the top players are going to, but you might be able to get to a team that plays against the team that got all the top players are going to. Yo, I so to me. Six one half a dozen. Yeah, the other. it doesn't you know matter. I mean? like, you're still getting some kind of opportunity because over here you might not be able to play that much because you got exactly. you know what I mean. So, but over here, you in the starting lineup and you get to kill and you get you get to sh- you get to kill against you. all these people that said that they said you couldn't. They Compete wanted they wanted them over you. So right. okay, you come over here and you go play against them. So I, I see your point with that. But yeah, they, yeah, they don't get a lot of big. big a lot of times they go they go places. They have to go. Yeah, right. I which think I mean I get it. Like if it I'm, happens, if I'm a big program, right. You're like you're gonna city, come down. It's like yeah, we'll play you, but you're gonna come down here. Right. Like we're not driving all the way up there. But I feel like it, like that has to be not has to be, but it, it could be one of the ways to kind of create that culture and yeah. kind of feed it. You yeah. Know, you if you get, but it, it requires. I mean, somebody like yourself who's who has an extensive network, you get three or four of you guys, right. people like yourself. Right. Now you got enough cachet with right. folks that they'll they'll throw you a bone. They'll every start now doing and that. Again. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think, I think and I think that's kind of what I'm hoping to do a little bit. You know, as I can, you know, uh, get in a little bit, get my feet wet with the college, and kind of learn the ropes of that a little sure. bit. And then start reaching out to the high school players, you know, because the coach, he likes, he likes to recruit local. I mean, yeah, he's going to go out of town. You know, yeah, we got, we got a kid down. Cats. We got a kid down from Queens. We got a kid down from uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Another kid from like uh, Long Island or so, you know. So he goes out and gets a few, but he likes to be able to, to, to like, it's the hometown school. Like, bring them, like, let, let, if they need it, let them come here. Sure. Like, why go somewhere else? Yeah. You know, if, you know, come here and, you know, I mean, and, you help and we'll do the work. Own. Right. That's what, like, you know, and we'll, we'll do the work and get you on out, you know. And so I think that that once I can really do that and, and get out and start and start getting in the ear, a lot of the high school coaches, you know, just reaching out to the network of coaches that I know and say, hey, listen, come on up here. Come on up here. Come see this. Check this kid out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'll send you some tape. Yes. But come on up here and check this kid out. Mm. And, you know, that's what I'm really kind of hoping to do and just really use that platform that I've been able to build you know, over the years just of playing and coaches I've met and players that are now coaches and all that kind of stuff. Just bring, just get them to the area and really see because it, it the, the culture is growing. You know, they got a really good a, uh, AAU team here called 845 Elite. Um, really, really good AAU team. You know, they, they go all over the place. They're winning championships. They go down to nationals. You know, they got they, and they got some guys that are coming up in the ranks and are nationally ranked in the, you know, nationally ranked 6th, 7th graders. That's another, that's another story. Hey, man. But, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It is they, a thing. They, they do it, and they got players that you know. Uh, you know, so 
there, there's players coming up in the next four or five years, you know, that are going to be noteworthy. Right. So, you know, people have to be in the habit of, of coming up here already yeah. and say like, oh, hold up, I'm going up to Middletown because they, they, always, they yeah. always got something something hidden up in Middletown. Let, yeah. me go, let me go up there and check it out. You know what I mean? That's so, dope. No, so that that's that that's that's where I'm trying to that's where I'm trying to go with it. I I, I think you'll I think you'll have some success. <laughs> that's where I'm trying to go with it. Yeah. I have, a, have, a, have a weird feeling <laughs> something's gonna give. Yeah, yeah. Yo, my man, I, I really appreciate you uh, inviting me into your home. Yeah, and, uh, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Us, it. I, I really thought I really thought my kids was gonna be more of an interruption. They they they, they nah, did good. They, they did good staying out the way. I know. Yeah, know you must have prepped them well. It's, it's crazy, but the more usually, I actually didn't, and the okay. more the more I prepped them. The more they usually in the mix. are in the mix, because you know, because all of a sudden they just be like, uh, like, you know, <laughs> f what daddy talking about. We are gonna see what's happening out here. So I didn't really say nothing until like last minute, until like forty five minutes ago, <laughs> before you got here. And I was like, listen, the guy coming, da 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 da, you know. So that's dope. But yeah, man, I appreciate I appreciate you coming up, man. This 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 is a cool little thing to do here. This is good because even this is a good platform to. You know, just Yo, get get stories help, out, bro. get people out. Yeah, man. That's is, my goal, man. Like, up. I want to I want to weave together as as best we can, like the stories that have to do with New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Yeah. As far as basketball yeah, goes, yeah. It really it, is. It really is really interchangeable. It really is really. It's you a, know, it's a, such a yeah, deep yeah. rooted and and again, like we talked about earlier. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to have like the big names also, right. but like that's not it. It doesn't. Right. Only it doesn't have to only break, right. and that's what ends up happening a lot of times. Is like, you know, and you got all these, all these people that get missed down here. That got some, that's some really and good stories, got some good really good potential, and, and very significant to yeah. the fabric of basketball yeah. in these three states. Yeah. So, like for me, it's like, yo, we got to tell these stories because, yeah, like, like, like the story about how I met you the first time. Right. Like all these little right. things, like they connect so much, and people. Don't, you know, unfortunately, yeah. you're not exposed to. But well, that's the thing, because like even when I was listening to, you know, I was, I was listening to Charlton's uh, episode, episode the other yeah. day, and he's mentioned all kind of stuff. He's mentioned you, he's mentioning Kit, he's mentioning you know even Orlando, yeah, and Tebow, um, yeah. You know, so I, I'm really close with his with his cousin Miguel, who I think he went to Saint. He went, I know he went to Saint Ray's. Oh, did he? Okay, um, but he's older, obviously. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. older, but he went to Saint Ray's. Him and Orlando played together. You know, the, it's like it's it's crazy. You start hearing all these stories, and then because I played down in the city. I know a lot of the people that he's Gary to see. I know all of the yeah. people that he's talking about. Yeah. I've met one way or another just through basketball. And right. while it seems such a big, such a broad world, like it makes it so much smaller than it, you know, than it than it than it really is. It's yeah. like its own little fraternity. It, absolutely it is. is. It's like its own little fraternity, even though you got people coast to coast, you know all around the world. Hemisphere man. to hemisphere is, is yeah, it's it's insane. Some of my best friends to this day are teammates that I had, Argentina, you know, it's just it's crazy. Yo, it's, it's crazy. It's the most beautiful thing to me. And, yeah. and like like I told you and I tell the people that listen, like I was never a big time basketball player, right. but I've from being a fan and just associating myself with you know basketball right. players throughout, right. you know, my life, I've been able to, and you know playing at some level yeah. myself, I've been able to grab so many things from the game of basketball and applied it to the yeah. working world. Yeah, it's incredible. I know. Like, my wife, my wife thinks I'm ridiculous because everything I'm like is ba- everything is everything is yo, a basketball analogy, everything. individual for the team, parts of the whole, everything. Everything doesn't matter. <laughs> it and doesn't like, matter. And I've and I've you know had the pleasure of like having you know running teams at right. different companies, right. and it's always been with yeah. the, the team. What's you your know, strength? Basketball strategy. How do you fit in? What? How are we gonna? Compliments and right, all that. Bottom line yeah. is we gotta sink this. We gotta. Bottom line is we gotta put the we ball. We gotta win the this game. Right. We gotta win this we gotta game. We gotta get this paper. Right. Let's let's go so get. How this are we gonna do this? What are you good at? All right. 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 You do that. You come do this. 
you're gonna be my right. It's gonna mean you're gonna be the one-two combination. Right. You're gonna come off the bed. You know, it's like it's 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 weird, but it you really does apply, work out that way. You can apply it to everything. It really so, does work so that's out why that way. I, you know, sometimes I, I get mad when I hear like you know these big basketball players like blow all this money and then they now broke as hell, right? Because right. I feel like again, and, and it's all about how you apply it and and the guidance that you have throughout your life. Right. But at the, at the end of the day. If you are a superior basketball player, mm-hmm. right? You've made all this money in the league or whatever it is. You have so many skills that are super marketable, right? That you don't even really realize. That you don't realize. That you don't even realize. You, you, don't you realize. really think it's just basketball, and and what happens a lot of times too is they allow people to to make them think that it's just basketball. Like Absolutely. when I when I was transitioning, um, I remember I'm sitting there talking to my mom as I'm putting a resume together. I'm like, I was embarrassed. I was literally I, in my in my heart. I was like, this is. I'm like they're gonna laugh Laughing, at me. Like I'm, yeah. I'm applying for you know my first job was um in a it's a place called the Center for Discovery up in Monticello, New York for uh, developmental disabilities, mm-hmm. autism and stuff like that. And I was applying to be a teacher assistant. I have, I can't tell you the last real job I had. I've been playing basketball all my life. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm putting this resume together and I'm trying to I'm trying to find ways. But what made it easier was when it's like you know you talk about your skill set that you have and the and the and the way that you can you know. All right. Well, I did this for this team. Like you really start to break it down. Break I'm the captain down. of this team. You know, co- you know the the, the coach. Um, I used to work on coaching plans, practice plans, game scouting. I used to do scouting for for this coach for the film. You know, you really start breaking things down and seeing how things do apply. Right. But at the same time, you're like, I literally have no real world experience. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna look at this and be like, who? You know, out it- of there. If, if they're know? smart and they allow people to let them think like that, yeah. and they get stuck, like if it's not basketball, yeah. then it's then, then, then it's, it's nothing. nothing, you know. And it's yeah. not it's, it's not at all. It's hard. It's man. not at all. It is it is hard. But I think a lot of times what happens happens. You have to use you have to use your time. I mean, there's a lot of downtime. Like don't get me wrong, when you're playing basketball overseas, and I assume even in the league. Now in the league, they don't really got to worry about it because you talk about a different yeah. level of money. Yeah, yeah, you talk about a different level of money. You know what I mean? Stuff. Like. You know, when you're playing overseas, like, you still got to have a plan B for when you stop playing. Sure. You know what I mean? And so, but, I mean, there's so much downtime that you really have to use your time wisely and and think, all right, this is going to be, at some point, this this is going to be over. You know, in the league, you can you can play a lot longer in the league because you all of a sudden you become a veteran. You can be the 15th person on the team. You're never getting off the bench. You barely got to practice. You, know, you still get you know, a fact right, check. And, right. and, if, and marketing You know what I mean? Right, market, right. When you overseas... For as long as they're paying you, you're on that floor. Mm. So your body goes through it more. They don't have the same technology for, right. for, for, for rehab and all that kind of stuff, the expectations. Over here, it's like, oh, we're paying him all this money. We got to take care of him. Let's let him rest. Yeah. Let's get him, make sure he's back over there. It's like, we're paying you all this money, bro. We need you on the floor. Bust your butt. We need homie. you on the floor. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just twisted my ankle yesterday. They got act, they got needles all on my joint with the stem, with the things. Like, you ready to play? I'm like, hell no, I ain't ready to play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just happened yesterday. My ankle fat as I don't know what, all the way up to my kneecap. And they're like, you ready to go? I'm like, I guess so, because it means my job if I'm not. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, so the shelf life for international players is actually a lot, shorter. a lot shorter than wow. than than what the league is, um, for a variety of reasons. So, you know, and you gotta, but you gotta be able to think past, like, you know, what am I, what am, what am I gonna do after this? Like, mm-hmm. what, what's what's the next move? You know, and then you gotta start putting those things in place early. So, if I really wanted to say, like, I want to coach after this, then you know, somewhere around year six, seven, I should have started Putting coming coming home. Going to, you know, starting to get though, but I didn't really start that until like I retired and then I started trying to do that. Got Where it. now it's like I need to have something to, to, to get Go into, yeah, but yeah. I should have been planting that seed Early. some years before that, you know? And, but again, it's, it's mentoring, it's guidance, it's stuff like that. And a lot of people don't know it, but, 
you know, it's you gotta you gotta figure it out though. But one thing that really helped was that I had my degree. Bruh. I had, I had the degree, so it, it opened up like to, I was able to get this job over here. I was able, to, you know, just the fact that I had a degree, like you, yeah. a hey, degree in anything, cool. Yeah, that's, no experience that's, needed. Cool. That's, that's the big equalizer you know? a lot of times. You know? But then you got to be able to humble yourself a little bit too, with that. You know what I mean? You got to be able to humble yourself a little bit with that. With that too. You know, I go from making six figures over here to nine fifty an hour. You know, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna do this for this period of time. But thinking, okay, what's next? What am I gonna do? I went to grad school, did that. You know, was able to. Dog, that's kind of you know. That's, that's, a, kinda, hard, that's a hard. It's hard, move, bro. Man. It's hard. It's a hard move. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. But you're better for it. It's better for and it. And, yo, you know? I, I, like, I like the way you think because your priorities really seem to be in order. Like, the, your kids trump pretty much everything else Well, you know what? On. I mean, we talked about it. I, mean, I don't know if we were recording at the time, but, you know, just just thinking back to what my parents did for me mm-hmm. for the for the, for this basketball, yeah. right? And I'm talking about, like, you know what I'm saying, dude? Sacrifice, every yeah. weekend, every weekend in the city, multiple locations throughout the city, Saturday and Sunday, sometimes Friday, sometimes on the third, like, Every time, didn't matter. I I barely missed. I was at I was at more stuff than kids who lived in the city. Then kids who like I was at more stuff than they. I was I was on it. Like and they and they made it happen. So, I you know I I never remember a time that like you know okay my dad worked a lot but you know my mom might have worked but I don't know it was I never felt like an absence from them. Mm-hmm. So. They're never gonna feel that for me. That's what you learned. So that's what you want to get. That's how I was raised. That's how. That's what. That's that's where my mind is. You know what I mean. So anything that gets done has to fit into this. You know. And for a while, I got away from it a little bit, and you know, I got a little selfish with my time and what was happening, and you know, and the how. And but you feel it. It, it struggled. You know, my wife. All of a sudden, she comes home. It's all on her. You know, it's got to fit in the context of this. And if it doesn't, then it's not the time can't, for it. Can't do it yet. It's not the time for it. You Brother, know. thank you. Man. <laughs> I thank you so much. I'm gonna get out your hair because yeah. I don't want your wife to get crazy. Nah, I appreciate it. Yeah, she's probably home <laughs> soon anyway. So I appreciate it, man. Yo, man, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribbling Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now. Check us out on social media as well. We're live on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. On all platforms, you can find us at D-R-I-B-B-L-E-N-D-I-M-E-S.